0: Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want, specifically how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to talk about surviving a breakup. I call this the five steps to surviving a breakup. And I want to talk about it from the position of someone who's been rejected. You're the, not the person who's doing the breaking up. You're the person that they are breaking up with. Because that's harder, right? I mean, it's one thing. It's hard to to say, you know, this isn't working to somebody you care about. But man, when, it's, when they're doing it to you and it's not your idea and you don't really want it to happen, that's really hard. So in working with people, here's what I've discovered is really... Helpful. Five things that are really helpful to kind of getting through this and moving on. The first one is we've got to separate the pain of grieving from this fear that there's something wrong with me, that I'm not enough, this self-doubt that comes in. Because when we get broken up with, someone rejects us, we feel rejected. We start to doubt. You know, gosh, am I lovable? (laughs) Am I valuable? Does anybody want to be with me? And we start doubting ourselves. And for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, that throws us into the self-doubt, worry, stress, fear uh, part of the brain, this lower part of the brain and we kind of go into fight or flight, which unfortunately doesn't help because we can't really deal with the situation from that lower brain. If we begin to separate, okay, the self-doubt from the grieving itself, because the grieving itself is actually not the problem, it can be part of the solution. There's a gentleman in uh, Chicago by the name of Ken Moses. He's come up with a concept called grieving the shattered dream. That when we're dealing with a loss, we're not just, we're not just grieving what we've lost, we're grieving what will never be as a result. And that shattered dream is, is hard, and it's, because it's, the dream is always perfect, and the grief is therefore intense. Plus, grieving in and of itself is a natural, normal, healthy process, the body's natural way of coping and helping us survive a loss. The uh, tears of grief, chemically, are different than the tears of depression and and, uh, anxiety. So what we want to do is look at, okay, there's going to be waves of emotion that wash over us based on the grieving. We want to dive into the wave, kind of feel it. I call the tears of grieving liquid love. And what that does is it really gives us an opportunity to let that grieving process begin to heal the pain. That is separate from this fear that there's something wrong with me, that I'm not enough. Kind of separate those two out, because if we bunch them all together, it's almost impossible to deal with. The next thing we want to do is to recognize, okay, the pain is real. This is not something I'm making up. This is not something that is my failure to cope. The pain of rejection, of losing something or someone, is real. And so we want to not kind of minimize that or imply that somehow we shouldn't feel that then what we want to do is make the pain meaningful, make the grieving meaningful. Because if it means there's something wrong with me or I'll never be this, never be happy again, you know, they talk about the three Ps of, of, of depression or anger, resist, resentment, anger, depression. If it is permanent, if it is personal, and if it is pervasive, Permanent means it's going to happen for the rest of my life. It's personal. It means something about me, and it's pervasive. It affects every aspect of my life. That makes it difficult to deal with. But we can make that pain mean something. Frankly, we do not want to be someone who, when we're in a relationship, it, you know, is so nonchalant about it that when it ends, we just go, yeah, yeah, who cares next? That's not who we want to be. We want to be someone who cares deeply in a relationship, and that means when it ends, we're going to feel deeply. So what we want to do is make that pain mean something about us that we can be proud of. It means I'm a person who, when I'm in a relationship, I care deeply and I can be proud of that. That's why I call the pain liquid love, because in many ways it speaks to how much we love when we are in a relationship. So the pain is real, and yet now we've made the pain mean something. The next thing we want to do is get really clear about, okay, if we're feeling rejected and we're feeling unlovable, we've got to get really clear, okay, who am I when I am lovable? Who am I when I am at my best? I encourage the people I work with to make a list of 20 qualities or characteristics of them at their best. And people go, 20? (laughs) I'm not able to do five or six, but 20? I'm encouraging you to do 20 to kind of overwhelm that... (laughs) Fear that there's something wrong with me, that I'm not enough. And if you do 20, you're going to be able to do that. Some people need to ask their friends, their family. Some people need to go to a thesaurus. And these are not skills. These are qualities or characteristics. Curious, conscientious, kind, great sense of humor, passionate, creative, uh, intelligent, all that kind of stuff. So what you want to do is make that list and write it down and then put it on your phone or somewhere you can uh, look at it on a regular basis, because that is going to give you kind of a place to stand in moving forward. We've got to know our own worth and value moving forward so that we know someone's going to be really, really lucky to have that person in their life. So we've separated the pain of grieving from grieving and self-doubt. So it's just about grieving. We've made the grieving mean something. We've made our list of 20 qualities or characteristics. And now what we want to recognize is that we are now free to create our life in a way that, frankly, we can do any way we want to. You know, there's something about being in a relationship with someone where you got to take them into account when you're deciding what to do, where to go, where to live, and where do you work, and all that kind of stuff. That's not bad when the relationship is worth it, but now you are free from that. So you can begin to create your life in a way that is anyway, if you ever wanted to live here or go do this or study this or spend time doing this, you now don't have to take that other person into account. You have the freedom to begin to create your life. So this isn't designed to make you feel really good after a breakup. It feels bad. It sucks, basically. It is, however, important to begin to look from the top of the mind, bring some awareness to what's going on. That's what the top of the mind does. It brings awareness versus worry or shame or fear or anxiety to what's going on. So we have an awareness of the difference between grieving and the pain of self-doubt. Separate those two out. Go to that minimize this. We then recognize the pain means something about us that we can be proud of. It means I care about uh, being deeply in a relationship, loving deeply in a relationship. I can be proud of that. We then bring an awareness to the top of, of mind of who we are, the best of who we are, those 20 qualities or characteristics. Read that over and over and over until it becomes boring, until you've got it memorized then we want to recognize we are now free to begin to create our life any way we want to, in a way that's congruent with what's important to us. As we begin to practice these concepts, the pain of the loss becomes less and less and less, but the value of who we are stays, and our ability to move forward in a way that we would recommend to someone we love is there for us to be able to access. This is one of the things I do. I help people do that. If you want me to help you do it, feel free to do that. If you want to help help me uh, help me come to your organization and talk about kind of grieving a shattered dream, getting over things to your church or school, happy to do that as well. Hope you're enjoying these videos. If you do, please hit the like button. You know how YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, love it when you like it. Share it with your friends. If you find this valuable, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube, friend me on Facebook, follow me on LinkedIn. I've got these on iTunes. I try to be as much as possible out there. So you can get this information and and see if it resonates with you and and help you in your life. So in the meantime, until next time, here's to you. Bring in some clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do, including surviving a breakup. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.